Hey, all you beauties, and welcome to the Coffee and Concealer Podcast. I am Jen, the host and creator of this show. If you are a mama, an entrepreneur, or someone who wants to be the best they can be, all while holding that mama fort down and not forgetting yourself in the process, then this podcast is for you. You can find out more or connect with us over at coffeeandconcealerpodcast.com or on Instagram. So go pour a hot cup of coffee and let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Coffee and Concealer Podcast. Uh, It is a gloomy Saturday here in Calgary, and I thought, what a better day than to talk to my wonderful friend, Brittany, who is a doula here in Calgary. Welcome, Brittany. Hey, Jen. Uh, Thanks for taking the time out of your day to chat with me. Uh, I'm so excited to hear a familiar voice. Uh, I know that we're all kind of in isolation mode, so it's nice to talk to somebody and talk. I'm using air quotes, talk. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice to talk to someone. I know what you mean. Just to hear a familiar voice on the other side and know that there's other people out there still. Right? And that it's not just our children because I know when we're isolated with our children, it can almost feel like we're in a padded room. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe that's where we need to be. Oh my goodness, right? Um, so on top of being a doula, uh, Brittany is actually a wonderful client of mine with my photography business, and I did her maternity and newborn sessions um, with her littlest one named Cash, who ironically shares a name with my oldest kiddo. Which we loved. Your photography was amazing. And Kennedy actually was just looking at the photos today, and baby Cash, I'm going to take more photos, so we'll probably be back again. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and he's not a baby anymore. He's so big now. Almost one coming up goodness. When is his birthday? May 2nd. Oh my goodness. Hopefully all this craziness is gone by then. I was going to say, I'd love to be able to celebrate with family and friends, but right now I'm leaning towards not so that I'm not disappointed. Oh goodness. Right. All right. Well, why don't we start this off by uh, telling everyone who you are and what you do right now? Sure. So like you said, I'm Brittany with Birthday Doula. So I have my own doula company and it's birth support for pregnant ladies and their families. So that means that we're with you prior to delivery. We're with you throughout your pregnancy. Um, It's informational, physical, uh, emotional support. Absolutely nothing medical, um, but we're just there to support you and your family during this time. So with this whole... COVID, our role has changed a little bit, which you and I can talk about a little bit later on. Uh Um, But yeah, so that's what I've been doing right now as long as, or as well as being a mama. And how long have you been doing your doula work? So it's been on and off for about three years now. I started just after Kennedy was born Uh because I saw a huge need for it. Um, I didn't have one with Kennedy, but I wish I'd had. It Uh was an interesting delivery and going into it, you don't know what you don't know. Uh and you think you can handle it. Um, Plus, I thought um, duels were a little bit Uh hippy-dippy and (laughs) not my thing. Looking into it more, you realize that there's a doula for everybody. Um, So depending on what kind of birth that you want to have or what kind of support system you have, everybody can use a doula. Absolutely, which kind of leads into my next question is how did you come into this kind of profession? Yeah, so there's two kind of aspects to that. One was having the birth of my daughter, Kennedy, and just realizing that uh, my husband's a great, loving guy, but birth support is not his forte. (laughs) (laughs) He knows me. He doesn't know birth. And so it was just frustrating in the time of wanting his support, not knowing what I needed, though, in support, and him not knowing how to give me that support. Absolutely. And our healthcare system is great, but the nurses are busy right? Their job is to take care of you medically at the time or your midwife, whoever you're working with. And their job is to make sure that medically mama and baby are okay. 
they try their best to make sure that you're comfortable and feel supported, but that's not their main role. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that was one way. And the other one was I had a friend of mine who had a really, really rough um, pregnancy and delivery and ended up delivering her little one quite early. And just watching her go through that by herself, um, she had her husband there, but it was just a very by herself um, situation where she's switching hospitals and being told different things. And I'm like, there's got to be a support person for this. And that's what really led me to investigating it and deciding like, this is what I want to do, right? Like I want to support women having babies and through this huge transition, right? And that's where I kind of came up with the name of birthday doula. Cause it's not just the baby's birthday. It's mama's birthday. Mm-hmm. So no, absolutely. Um, what did you do prior to being a doula? Was it anything in that real like field? Very far off from this. I was actually an office manager for an insurance brokerage. (laughs) Um, So yeah, totally two different spectrums, but um, still dealing with people, right? I really enjoy dealing with people. It's just in a different total, different way, right? And this way is just on a whole other level emotionally. Like it's such an honor, I find, when people Mm -hmm. hire me to be there. It's, uh, It's such an important time in people's lives honor to be there. And, uh, I said to one of my clients recently, just so you know, I cry at every birth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. I can't imagine. Um, so you didn't have a doula for Kennedy, but did you have one for cash? I did have one for cash. Best decision ever. Yeah. Um, and actually some people ask me, are you having a doula because you are a doula? And I always say to them, well, hockey teams have coaches, right? Yeah. Um, just because you know how to do something doesn't mean that you can do it for yourself in the moment. Exactly. <laughs> Which is why I outsourced my newborn photography when I had my second son. <laughs> exactly. Learn from the first one. And that's what I try to tell people, like, you don't know what you don't know going into it. So, like, just trust us when we tell you you're going to want the <laughs> No, totally. Um, I had a doula with my son, Cash, and uh, I actually photographed her wedding, like, six years ago. Um, uh-huh. And so it was kind of a cool honor to, like, mix it at first. And at first, my husband was like again, same thing, hippy dippy. He's like, what is a doula? Like, you know, why do we need one of these? Like Jen, don't be, don't be silly. Right. Um, and then we had our like horrid, horrid delivery. And I don't know where we would be without Jenna. Like Jenna legit was making sure that we were like getting some snacks, making sure that Shane got a break, making sure that I was okay. Like, you know, and I, even though I had gotten an epidural and so I wasn't able to like use all of your guys's tricks and, you know, your cool tickle trunk full of things that can Mm -hmm. help. Um, it was just good for moral support. Right. Well, that's a lot of people say like, oh, I have a midwife. I don't need a doula or I am getting an epidural. I don't need a doula or I'm having a cesarean. I don't need a doula, but we're really there for emotional support for everything. Like, Uh yes, the physical support is big too, but it's emotionally. Do you understand like what they're going to be doing procedurally? Do you, do you know your options? Um, and yeah, like you said, we're there for the husband or the birthing partner as well. It's a big day for them too. Like moms have had nine to 10 months generally to prepare for baby coming. And dads, I find it doesn't really hit them until that moment. And so for them, they're watching their significant other go through this huge transformation and not being able to physically take away that pain can be hard on them. And you do need to remind them to go get something to eat take a drink. It's okay to take a walk. And you know, if we're there, then they don't feel like they're leaving their loved one on their own. 
No, totally. Um, and for us, like we had such a horrid experience that it was like you, the adrenaline hits and you just like, you block out so many things. So, you know, our doula came back like two days later and we ha- just had a conversation and she told me so many things that I had no idea had happened because I was just like, so out of it. And yeah. so it's like, she's in her right frame of mind during that time. Right. Not like my husband and I, right. So it was just awesome to have that kind of, I don't know, like just have this other person there with us. Well, that's what I was just saying. One of my favorite experiences this year was catching dad's reaction right as soon as baby was born on camera for him and mom. And it's my favorite picture to date. And they like, it was just amazing to see that. Right. And if we're not there, it's hard to get that. No, totally. Um, And it's just, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I will say that like our doula had a camera and even though like the photos weren't like not to toot my own horn, but like they weren't like professional photographer grade, mm-hmm. but the photos, I cherish them all the time. Like I look back at them because someone was there to capture the moments. Right. That's what I was gonna say. It's not ones that you're going to blow up and put on your wall, but these are ones that like in a private moment, you're going to look back and reflect and you're going to get those feelings again. Right. Sometimes you're going to look at photos and your feelings are going to be maybe not the happiest and other times you're going to look at them and just feel joy. Right. And I'm sure you feel that way with, um, your birth is mm-hmm. like you said, as you talk about the experience of it. Totally. And I think that, um, a lot, especially in birth photography, I find that black and white can like make any image. If it's like an okay image, if you make it in black and white, it just like has so much more impact and effect yes. in birth photography. So yeah, like if, if you don't like the photo, you just make it black and white and I think it'll be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say to people. Just turn it around. You're going to love it. Totally. And I always tell people too, because I always ask them, do you do photography? And I like to remind people that my role when I'm first there is as a doula. And if it allows, then I take photos. Totally. So, yeah. No, absolutely. So you do have two little kiddos and how old are they? Cash is almost one. So Cash is almost one. And Kennedy just turned three this past week. Awesome. Happy oh, birthday to her. Thank you. The good old three major. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're smack dab in the middle of that. So um, I would take a newborn any day. <laughs> right? I know. Goodness. Four, four and a half is questionable. Um, so how do you balance kind of working this business and being a mom of two? I know it's a lot of on call and a lot of waiting. So how do you plan like in case you're obviously your husband's not working right now, but if he was working, how does that work? Well, we're lucky enough that he actually gets to work from home, Um, but it's very much so that you rely on a lot of family. I'm lucky to have, uh, actually my grandma is great with coming over and looking after a little cash. Kennedy is still, or was still in daycare part-time because she just Uh loves the interaction with her friends. Um, And so a lot of it, yeah, it is, on-call is hard. Um, I would say even harder is just try to live your life normally. So remembering to do the things that you want to do and not be like, oh, I can't go for dinner because I might have a baby coming, right? Uh It's very much just living life how you you would and um, just being ready at any moment. You kind of get used to that feeling of, okay, I think the baby's coming soon and you just have open communication with mom and the family and just prepare for that. And like you said, thankfully, I have a very um, supportive husband who has flexible job and he's been able to leave a couple times and come take care of the kids and other than that it would be like my grandma and my mom is my huge support system and totally. couldn't do without them and they're even just like friends and family support in general like I have a girlfriend who really pushed me to pursue it and um yeah just couldn't do without them that's amazing no you don't realize you know until you have kids of your own how much you might rely on family yes yes um so typically when would someone like when would a client of yours 
call you like at first contraction or how does it work? Um, I usually try to talk to them about that. So I want to be given as much notice as possible. So a lot of times um, I ask them, like, as soon as you think you're starting to have contractions, even if it's like not progressing, just give me the heads up. We can talk about it. I can give you some tips and tricks on either how to keep those contractions going or just rest before the big marathon comes. Mm -hmm. And then we just keep open communication. No, totally. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you're there basically for how long after baby's born? Um, usually once the family's comfortable, I usually say like two to three hours after baby's born, as long as everything's going well, or if they seem like they're settling in and breastfeeding is going well and they're just having their nice family moments, sometimes that can be an hour. And then I just kind of quietly make my exit and talk to them the next day. Totally. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, okay. So next question, which is a big one. Um, how has your business been affected by COVID-19? This is a big one, and I'm glad that we're talking about it. Um, So obviously with all of the restrictions in terms of hospitals, and now we've been starting to restrict home births, Mm -hmm. and with, especially in Alberta for us, they've restricted non-essential businesses. It's limited our in-person physical support hugely. Mm -hmm. We currently aren't able to support our clients once they get to the hospital. Um, Home births have been limited depending on the midwife who's attending. Mm -hmm. So we've turned a lot of it to virtually. And I know a lot of people have asked, like, well, should I still spend the money on a doula if she can't physically be there? Mm -hmm. And I just recently did a post about this. And I'd like to say that if we haven't prepared you mentally and with all the tools on your belt to go into birth without us physically being there, then I don't feel like we've done our job. That's so true. You know, I want you to be able to be there, feel confident in your plan. Um, I always call it a birth preference because as we all know, plans change. Uh So we've done a lot of things virtually now. We've switched everything over. um, And like you said, like you and I are using a platform right now. We'll do a lot of meetings this way. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, hands-on is the ideal thing. But um, just being able to talk to somebody about different things in birth, even especially now, people have asked, like, well, what's going to happen when I get to the hospital? Mm -hmm. So we can prepare them for that. Uh, We can prepare them that if for some reason dad gets turned away and isn't able to support you, then we can be there for you that point. Could you virtually call into the hospital? So that's what we've talked about with a few clients. As I said, you know, once you guys get there and you're settled in, let's FaceTime. You know, we can use technology to our advantage. I can still show you things over FaceTime. I can um, give you all of the rah, rah, rah from here. I'm still with you. Mm -hmm. And if I was there physically or if I'm there over technology, I'm still going to be there 100%. No, absolutely. Like until you're ready to press the end button on the phone. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Do you have any, like, how does this affect your existing clients? You'll just do everything virtually then. Yes, everything will be virtually as of now, uh, unless they release some of the restrictions. For sure. Uh, It it definitely changes things because, like I said, I enjoy being there for people, like being there, right? Physically being able to show them items and go over things and just that touch that makes it feel like I'm here for you. Uh But um, yeah, we're just changing things as everybody else is and going with the flow and adapting and adjusting as uh, everything changes. No, for sure. Um, new clients, like if someone was to kind of inquire with you today, how would you respond with them? It would definitely be the same as I normally would in terms of the services that we can provide. I would just explain to them how those services are differed. Yeah. So it would still, we can still do all of the same meetings. They would just be over the phone 
or over voice chat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would just explain to them how the birth support could change. And we, I can change my packages around a little bit. So if they're like, okay, well, I just kind of want prenatal support to come up with the preference plan, go over some questions. And then, so it's a little bit different, I guess, now that I'm talking about it with you, but um, the same background stays the same. So we still go over all of the same items. And if anything, it's a little bit more in depth now with the restrictions, with the different changes at the hospitals and that sort of thing. No, totally. Do you think that this pandemic will kind of affect, like once this is all over, do you think that you might offer more of a virtual option? I think, yes. Now you said that it will. I'll have two different kind of packages. If someone's just looking for that virtual support, mm-hmm. um, then I'd love to be able to offer it. So it's kind of nice that it is forcing us to change our businesses, but oh, open oh. us up to more opportunity at the same time. Totally. Because now that means yeah, that yeah. I can support people all across Alberta rather than just in, you know, a certain radius of Calgary. For sure. No. And I'm sure that it's no different than, well, I mean, it is different than midwives, but um, doulas, I'm sure if someone would have asked you before, you would have... There goes my dog. Um, you would have uh, keeping it real, <laughs> right? You you would have just said no. Sorry, it's a hands-on business. Like like you know, virtual isn't really an option. But it's kind of yeah, you're right. Forcing our hand to kind of try new things. Yeah, like it wouldn't if someone had asked for it previously. It wouldn't have been my ideal um, job, I guess you could say. But it still would have worked with them to find something that fit their needs because everybody works differently. No. And um, some people want that do the support, but maybe their family's a little bit hesitant. So that way, if we did it virtually, it still gives them that support without having to be right there with them and their families. Yeah. So, and it is, it's scary as owning your own business, as you would know. Um, and all of the changes happening is, you know, we look at how are they going to change visitor protocols once this is over with? Sure. Uh, how is it going to affect protocols in the health system going forward? Because as you know, before they changed with SARS and it changed with H1N1. So it's just a little bit of that unknown that is scary for any small business owner. No, absolutely. One second here. No worries. My cash decided to uh, make an entrance here. Um, (laughs) It wouldn't be the same if the kids weren't helping us out, right? Right, exactly. Um, the other thing is now if they do change the protocols to make it so that dads can't, I mean, that would be heartbreaking, but would there be certain support for the dads as well? Yeah. So if you're saying if they uh, change it, like some of the other states have done where they are, they're allowing no support person with the mom. Yeah. Like, would you offer like virtual support for dads? Like even more important would be, yeah. Like if they aren't allowed back for some reason or it's super important because now not only are they missing the birth of their baby, but they're missing the able to support their loved one. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that would be devastating, especially for like brand new parents. Like I feel like if you're seasoned parents, you might be a little bit more comfortable Mm -hmm. doing it yourself, but uh, goodness. Such a scary time to be around. It is. is. And you know what? It's it's hard not to take the joy out of it for some people, but we have to remember, like I have a client recently who found out they're only allowed to go to the ultrasound by themselves, right? So it's just being open communication with that. And I've been very open with my clients about what we've been told from the health system of just so you know, when you go for ultrasound, you're only going to be allowed yourself. So it's not blindsided, right? It's like some people are like, oh, but you're going to give them the information and scare them. No, people can do what they want with the information, but it's better to have it than not. And you need to be prepared going into it. Like, so I've been very open about, you know, things are ever changing, but this is what we know right now. 
But I mean, even in, you know, an economic recession in a world pandemic, like babies are still born. So things still need to be assessed that way. And it's no different than photography, right? Like there are people are still going to get married. They just might elope or people are still going to write need a doula or a midwife. So I, uh, I totally understand that. What, um, can you well, just one quick question to that Jen to our statement is like, I want to remind people too, like, just because it's kind of doom and gloom out there, be happy in these moments. You're allowed to be happy. Don't be guilty that, you know, you have this amazing thing happening for you. No, shout it out to everybody. We need more of like the happy stories, you know, like, yeah. So yeah, don't feel guilty and just be happy and enjoy your moment. You're allowed to have it. Totally. And those are the things that we need to look forward to in this world. Yeah, no. um, Can you give me a quick rundown before we finish here? Just kind of what are some of the things that you would do as a doula besides support? Like what are the things that are in your tickle trunk, as I call it? So a lot of it is different positions for labor, going over your preferences, talking about what your options are, you know, in terms of like, say it's an induction that we're looking at. Or what are your preferences once baby's born or breastfeeding or bottle feeding? All of those sort of things. We go over that. It's giving you information as things come up in pregnancies, right? As you know and I know, things can change anytime. You know, you could be diagnosed with gestational diabetes. So what options do you have around there? What sort of things can happen as your pregnancy progresses? Um, and just like all of those sort of things. And literally, it's just being your birth best friend, right? Totally. So you have your best friend that you'll call if you're having a fight with your husband. You have your best friend to call when something amazing has happened. You probably had your best friend that you called once you found out that you were pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I just like to say that we're your birth and postpartum best friend. Yeah. So you can call us at any time with any questions. Like recently, I had a client that goes, you know, my OB just had no personality today. You know, he called me by a different name and that sort of thing. And it was like, you know what? You're allowed to feel that way. You're allowed mm-hmm. to feel frustrated. And just yeah. reminding them, like, it's okay to do those things. No, totally. 100%. Um, no, and it's just like having a voice I kind of found. Having a doula yeah. myself was like, you know, just in case things go sideways, which they did for us. And, you know, they like might ask you what you want and you're like, I don't even know right now. So to have somebody else, and of course your husband or your partner is like fully engulfed in making sure you're okay. So yeah, sometimes they aren't your voice necessarily, right? Yeah. I always say like, we can't advocate for you, but we empower, help empower you to advocate for yourself. For sure. Having someone ask you like, do you have any questions? Because a lot of the times in any sort of healthcare settings, they they tell you what they're doing, but that's their way of asking. So yeah. You almost don't know if you have an option, but you do. It's just reminding you that, you know, for them, it's their every day, which is fine. But for you, this is a very big day. Totally. No, absolutely. Um, okay. Well, thank you for this lovely chat. I know that this is a booming industry. I know I see people all the time on my social media that are like, I'm starting my doula course and I'm going here to go take a course. And so I think that people will, if especially I find in, in this particular time, whether it's this pandemic or just an economic downturn, is people are always looking for new ways to kind of create a business. And so I think that's why doulas are just like taking off. Yes. And it's becoming more known, right? You know, it's like people totally. don't want, and like you and I both said, well, that's not really for me, but it is. Once you look into it and you're like, okay, well, now that I know what a doula is, there is one for everybody, depending on what you're looking for. Totally. Especially once you have one, once you have one, you know, the value of one. So I think it's just getting the information out there to people who might not know what they are, what they offer. Um, but I know that like we couldn't, we had an elective C-section with our second son. So it was a very different experience, but with our first, like if I was to ever have a natural birth again, I would absolutely always want a doula just for the support. I always say to people, you never want to say, I wish I would have. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness. 
Um, Awesome. Okay. So if anybody wants to find you, where can they do that? So I'm on Instagram and Facebook. And I just want to say thanks again for having me on here, Jen, and just talking about it and getting it out there. Like you said, it's letting people know how to find it. Um, So yeah, I'm on Instagram as at birthday doula and also on Facebook as birthday doula. And you can also look up my website, which is the easiest way, probably just www.birthdaydoula.ca. Easy peasy. Awesome. Okay. Well, stay safe out there, Britt, and we will talk very soon. Thanks, Jen. Okay. You're welcome. Bye. Hey, mamas. Before you go, if you love this show and found it benefited you in an amazing way, take a screenshot of this podcast and post it in your Instagram stories. Tag us in it and we'll share it. So if you haven't gone to iTunes yet, taken 30 seconds to leave us a review and told us how much you love us, go do that. It pushes us and lights us up like you can't even imagine. You guys are why we decided to do this show. So thanks for listening and we can't wait to chat with you next time.